On today's episode of Locked On Coyotes, I am asking the question, uh, has Sean Dursey's injury been mishandled by the Coyotes? And we will touch on what happened, allegedly, with Yusuf Alamaki in a Dallas hospital. Let's get into it. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I'm your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson. We want to thank everyone once again, making this show your first listen every day. We're free and available everywhere you get your podcasts. Let's let's, let's get into this. Uh, it's a little bit of a bonus episode for you guys today, uh, as we uh, kind of uh, continue the train rolling, talking about what's going on at the Coyotes. Uh, and it's just kind of like a Group of stuff that we didn't get a chance to touch on on our preview and our like overview of the uh, breaking the win streak, as well as previewing the Ottawa game. Uh, there's some things we missed that we didn't get a chance to talk on, talk on. So uh, we're going to talk about it on this bonus. Yeah, so I, I want to talk about uh, Jonathan Dersey because this situation, uh, it I was actually doing a seat check at the arena whenever I was listening to the Boston game and uh, something that. Uh, was said on on the the broadcast kind of really scratched my ear as it were so let's break it down very quickly so in the the game on the fourth against washington uh in the game where where jersey gets his first assist in i think it's eight games he was on quite a cold offensive streak he gets injured leaves the game uh does not play against philadelphia they go to boston he does play he registers 15 minutes and 27 or 26 seconds of ice time Re- records two shots has 17 total shifts. Uh, however, he was primarily out there for power play time. And when I, I know they were still doing the 11 seven, but when it was specifically pointed out how he was pretty much just out there for the power plays and how uh, he had kind of gone back to the bench, back to the locker room throughout it, just that immediately perked up my ear. And I'm like, I, I really hope what I think I'm hearing isn't what I'm hearing and then he's yet to play since, and it's official. He will not play uh, as a recording, to, you know, tonight against uh, uh, Ottawa. It, it's it's making me question: Did they potentially mishandle this? And uh, even though he's only listed as day to day right now, I, what ramifications could that could come there if this this was mishandled? Yeah, it, cer- it certainly is a uh, a question to think about. And I think it's just, just in, you know, it frustrates you to think about because, like, part of me thought, like, oh, I think those days are over because, like, um, you know, I think a lot of you guys know I gave Rick Tockett a lot of criticism for kind of, like, uh, bringing players back too early or misusing the way players were co- or coming back from injury or any kind of aspect like that. And I'm like, I just... It, it frustrated the hell out of me. It frustrated the hell out of me. Um, seeing that happen. And I thought we were kind of a little bit past that. Um, and seeing a situation like this happening with Jersey, I'm just like, oh, God, what's happening? And I was fully on board with that, too. I, I will straight like there. I definitely was heated 
when it was at the end of the of the 18-19 season and Stepan was talking about how he just put on like a knee brace when out there to play and the dude could barely skate. Like I got clowned on for apparently like uh I I I could I should go watch like soccer if that's what I'm interested in or something stupid like that because I don't think that someone that could barely skate should just throw a brace on and go out there. No. No, because that's not only hurting the team, which it does, it's it hurting also them potentially hurts their long-term future. So I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no not only that. Me. I mean, mm-hmm. again, like say what you will about how tough hockey players are. Mm-hmm. Um, if like, and, and it's complete, like, like on a related subject, but side note, um, if you've ever watched or read the article of, um, or just like, you know, the information that's been coming out of of the of now former NHL players, or even some current NHL players, mm-hmm. eventual dependent on opiates, it really frustrates me because they're because they're just taking painkillers to just to, to you know hide away uh, you know pain from a potentially big injury. It's like you know what, I, it's hockey. I'm supposed to be tough. And here's uh, like another thing is that. Players will always want to play. And one of like the most frustrating arguments that people would, would give me about back then were, oh, well, if, if a guy wants to play, he's going to play. That's not how that works. Uh, guys always want to play. I Having conversations just with a couple of goaltenders, they would play every night if they could. Connor Ingram would go out there all 82 if they let him do it. That would be disastrous. But that's players want to play. And hockey mm-hmm. players specifically have shown time and time again for decades they're willing to put their team above their own body. Like it's they, we sh- we know this yep. is what they do. That's why I put so much on the medical staff and the coaches because at least the head coach, because the buck stops with the head coach. And if you want to make the argument that well, if a player says he's ready, he's going to play, then the argument you're actually making is the coach lost the locker room and the players called the shots. Yeah. That's not how that works. No. it also, I, I feel like it also, you know, is you, you're heavily reliant on the the true uh, medical advice of these team physicians they have medical degrees for a reason mm-hmm. like they are telling you you should not go out there and play and they're like again yeah sure like a player like a player slash coach can over can technically override that decision but you cannot be stupid enough to just just to overlook what could potentially go wrong so that's why I, I wanted to bring it up on the show, because I think it's an important question to ask here. We obviously are not in the locker room. It very much could have been he needed to sit the one game and he was feeling fine and tweak something else or re-aggravated yeah. it. That does happen. That does. does not necessarily no. mean that he was rushed back. However, considering he goes out there relatively sheltered minutes, it's even mentioned on the broadcast that he's kind of playing through it a little bit. And he still went back out there for a power play after that was mentioned. And let's see, that was the, the Boston game. So he missed the back to back. He missed both back. He's missed four games. He's going to miss a fifth game. That's why I'm a little concerned. And I wanted to bring it up here because it, it could, again, fully acknowledging it could have been, he was given the okay and it re-aggravated or something else got hurt. Yeah. That it, happened it, it, to, to me. Um, in regarding specifically this jersey situation, it seems very well that the you know, um, it's something else you know was tweaked. Um, 
it very well could have been related to the previous injury because mm-hmm. something kind of spread or to kind of like lead to other things, but it wasn't the same injury. So like, yeah, sure. So like that, they're probably like, like, Hey, how's this? Like, Oh, I feel fine. This feels fine. But then you skate out. It's like, Oh, now my, you know, like for example, let's say you need, Oh, my knee feels great. And then you mm-hmm. go out and all of a sudden your hip starts to hurt as hell. Like, yeah, sure. It's both, it's both, it's in the same leg. And there could be a, a there could be a correlation, but like when you're you're asked about how your knee was, you're not like you don't you you don't know how your hip was. True. That's why I also wanted to acknowledge it could have been he got the clear for that one injury and something else happened because that does happen. It's a yeah. fast physical game. And again, because there's only so much that we can that we can say that actually happened, or or like that as much as we you know as the little that we know. It's all because they're not like, gonna give us the x-rays. No, we're not looking at, the, <laughs> at that. Plus, stuff. like plus, let's be real. Do we even know what we're looking for? Um, true. Like it, you can you can give me a, the, the source code to a proprietary operating system. Doesn't mean I'm gonna be able to read it or know what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, but I will say this, like, you know, maybe if anything, we could take like you know, like at you know, like hear you know uh, what the opinions of medical staff were and again they're not going to give that to us either but mm-hmm. like it would have been it would have been nice to at least get an understanding of what's going on um i wish i knew and, more it's kind of like yeah what, just what, a little bit I'm more afraid. it's just there's the it doesn't surprise me that nhl teams are usually a very um quiet about how injuries are handled a lot of it is done internally and they don't want to reveal anymore and look, he, he's missed, what is that, four of the last five? He's going to miss five of, of six because he, he missed the Philadelphia game and then uh, the last four. So he, he's missed, yeah, so that's uh, five of the last six. He's going to miss uh, six of the last seven. It's definitely not insignificant. So right, just wanted to bring it up here, get your guys' thoughts on this, ponder it a little bit, and pretend to do uh, – I'm, I'm not a journalist. That requires, like, a lot of work and a lot – of, of education for it, formal training, but I want to at least attempt to do a little bit of the, the journalisms. Oh, you're telling me I had to put my journalism to greater use. Yeah. You're, you're the one paying off those loans. You, you better put it to you. <laughs> anyway, we got anyway. to take a break real quick before we talk about you. of Alamaki. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL season stays hot on FanDuel because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning money line bet. That is right. $150 if the Cardinals can win anything this season. You've been thinking about joining FanDuel. There's no better time to get into the action. The app is so easy to use with a wide range of betting options from spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's continue, Matthew, this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Uh, talking a little bit about uh, the uh, the use of Ali Mackey situation because I feel because um, the way our episodes are released, uh, it kind of all came in a, a during a time in which we weren't able to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that um, yeah, it was you know it's it's getting a little dated now the information, but I feel like it's important to talk about it because the Ali Mackey situation, I think at least for still like, quite a while, it's going to question a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of question marks of what happened here. 
Yeah, and and for context, like I I saw Craig Morgan's tweet before I left for work, but there was no further context. I didn't know really what he was talking about, and the live stream was going to be until after I left anyway. I on the personal channel had to make a bonus video in the back seat of my car, like to cover this. Like that's how tight the window was here for this information. And so what allegedly happened is he takes that puck to the face against in in Dallas, takes him to the hospital. Uh, this ended up requiring, I think, 55 stitches. So this was not insignificant. I gave the example of my hand. I got a, a small cut that needs needed two stitches. Cut wasn't even that deep. This is like 50 more. This was a deep cut. And he was allegedly there. They're waiting. Uh, apparently, everyone was busy. Uh, trauma cases. I, I think I think they specifically mentioned a gunshot uh case yeah but- they, they 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 moved him down on the priority list because there were other patients coming into the er who were you know in more critical condition mm-hmm. but it's interesting given that you look at you know you know knowing again very well what a um you know the speed of a puck to your mouth is and what it does to your jaw and that blood sk- is coming out yeah like it's not a trickle it was it was a lot of blood. Yeah, and there had to be a whole lot, a uh, whole lot to it. Um, I know a lot of people out there. There, there were not. I say a lot of people out there. There were some people initially, initially, who were blaming the Dallas, um, the Dallas Stars medical staff. The Dallas Stars medical staff did a fine job getting him to where he needed to be. Um, yeah. But the problem is, once you get there, they are no longer certified in that specific hospital so they can't they, they can't do anything else yeah you bring him to the hospital the hospital has to take it from there it's just that allegedly you so he was there with a coyote's employee and his wife who was on the road trip allegedly was told to just go go to the hotel and sleep it off uh real this is not hyperbole this is a, a realistic statement he could have died if you yes. sleep on it all, all the blood uh, they said yeah it's gonna happen infections a lot of stuff he could have died and yeah. the fact that allegedly I'm sticking with that word as heavily as I can because we're on this bigger show and, and we don't want to don't want to anger uh, any any litigious individuals. But allegedly was just told, yeah, go away. That is um, a huge potential violation of, of a Hippocratic Oath to treat people. And also uh, that is just unacceptable how he was allegedly treated and it required. 50 stitches i think 55 specifically that is not insignificant look i need to calm down a little bit because he's fine he lived it's just the fact that like this i'm reading it on paper i wasn't there to hear how it was said it feels callous and cold and like they didn't want to do their damn job the events that led up to it lead to so many question marks like how did that happen and again like you like like you said you're right you know um hospitals do have to make a quote judgment call on the severity of cases mm-hmm. um yet when we find out that you know at first it kicked down low in the priorities because they thought it was bad but then you know the doctor that finally and finally did end up taking them in was like well good thing we got you now because if you were out there like two any two hours longer yeah, you would, you could have died. So it's just it, it it is frustrating. Like again, we don't really know these people. Yuso is not my best friend. We're not frolicking in the flowers together. But the fact that someone I cheer for, I cover professional level, like 
was allegedly mistreated to that degree with blood coming out of his face and could it could have ended a lot worse it just it very much frustrates me and and yes there is a little bit of the aspect of the people that can't read and it, it proves it nobody will read the article you read the headline and make your assumptions from there we're blaming the coyotes medical staff when this happened yeah, no, was that's, at the that, hospital that 100 percent is another thing that you have that we also have to dismiss on that part mm-hmm. if you are a uh a NHL fan or a hockey fan who likes to, uh, you know, talk low on the Coyotes any point you get, those that comment on our YouTube channel, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't talk about you guys specifically, but you guys know who you are. I won't talk about you specifically, but you know who you are. <laughs> See, uh, you have to understand, based off, like I said, like if anything, that a lot of the, the like, the, like I said, the the thing goes on would technically a little bit more towards that Dallas staff, but the Dallas staff did a fine job. The Coyotes medical staff wasn't there because the medical staff falls under whoever's hosting the game. So both teams would be reporting to the Dallas staff. The Dallas also, it's one hundred percent on the hospital, not the Dallas medical. Exactly. Staff. No, I know exactly. you said that, but I just want to make sure that that's no, reiterated. No, this was not the Dallas medical staff. It yeah, was it was the not hospital. the Dallas medical staff. Um, but it did need to be said that the Arizona Coyotes medical staff isn't there and any away team medical staff isn't there out of way venues because the home team medical staff has it taken care of, at least mm-hmm. for that first aspect, for the initial aspect until a, until a player needs to get transported to the hospital. And like what you said, then the transfer of care goes to the hospital. Do, do you guys want actually an example before we hit the break and then talk about the world junior stuff? Uh, you guys want an example? So that meme where Jacob Chickren went into the Dallas locker room, that was because he was going to get stitches from the Dallas medical staff. Yeah. Because you don't have your own medical staff there. You have, you might have like one trainer, but like you, you have, have, a tra- have your whole you have a fit staff. trainer, someone who yeah. might be just like, like a, like a, like a, let's say like a general practitioner or whatever. Someone who like just overlooks your general health and be like, yeah, you're good uh but none of the other other like like your like your dental like your dentist or your um or anybody else like that you know anyone else who's like specialist no they're staying home yeah so i want to make sure that we're we're doing the proper thing proper coverage the dallas stars medical staff did nothing wrong they did no they did they did an admirable job as much as they could Mm -hmm. and and allegedly if that's how it was handled at the hospital some people need to be fired because frankly that is such an important a- aspect to our society that you need people that are going to be on their best like 98% of the time working in those positions because it, it literally could mean life or death like it it actually is a serious situation yeah one of the one more thing i will say about it uh, I know in the initial hours since, like, you know, after that, you know, article and that you know, information about this whole thing and the coming out, mm-hmm. the um, the biggest dish that people were talking low on actually um, wasn't either medical staff or even necessarily it was actually on the uh, the American healthcare system. 
That's a can of worms for another yep, day. But let's get into uh, the break before we talk about the world juniors, Robin. <laughs> You're right. I just felt like I had to say. I just had to. Know, I, I just had to say. That's what people were saying. I'm not Jack saying I'm shoot the one last shot. <laughs> I, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying people were saying that for legal purposes. I said nothing. I just. <laughs> just said people said no but I, I i get it i get it we, exactly. we do have to take a break though we do have to take a break to talk about the world juniors in a little bit though but 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 first a quick word from our sponsors on today's show and today's episode is brought to you by game time the, the holiday is coming up i know christmas is just around the corner maybe you need to find a last minute ticket for that sports fan friend or that uh that music friend or that family member significant other whatever it might be Game time is the ticketing app to check out because they do ticketing like no other app because they got last minute deals, flash zone, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets of every kind of event in your area. So not just sports, but concerts as well as comedy shows. Think anything you can. Game time is very well likely to have it. You can easily find find those tickets. Views from seats in your venue, lowest price guarantee. And event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. They got all in pricing, so you can see your total upfront. So you're not going to get surprised by hidden fees at the end of your checkout. Um, it's all in there, though, so you know exactly what you're going to pay right up front. Game Time has all deals on tickets from right up to the start of the event. They have like those last minute deals that really make it great. Um, even an hour, even in the hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download Game Time today and create an account. Use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. All right. Let's end the show right. off with a fun note, Robin. Let's you know, definitely end. Very brief fun note. I know. We, we, we talked about two poor, like, you know, two injury stuff that, you know, it's not fun to talk about. But let's get to some high stuff to, to, to go to because uh, two Coyotes prospects have officially been loaned um, on over to, uh, to be able to participate in uh, what I believe, Matt. This is my personal belief. I think a lot of people can agree with me on this, but what I believe is one of the greatest hockey tournaments out there. I'm going to stick with the Desert Hockey Classic, but that's because I am a major homer. Anyway. No, but uh, that's... Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's... Sure. Yeah, so Logan Cooley will not be participating. Uh, Bill Armstrong already spoiled no. the fun. What was it a week ago? It was a while ago. It was a while ago. That was a minute ago. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. Come on. Logan Cooley is too good for the World Juniors. Let's be real. Let's not say too good for it because the, the kid needs to learn to shoot a little bit at, at this level, but I don't think playing against 18, 19 year olds no, is going to fix no, it. No, it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, it's, let's, let me rephrase it a little bit more. Is he will be he is better served spending more time as much time with the coyotes as possible mm -hmm. rather than um playing for team USA uh in the world junior championship. Well, we do got a couple uh good Canadian boys though. They got defenseman Maverick Lamaru and forward Connor Geeky. 
Want me to Excited just briefly for... give their stats real so yeah. everyone has a point of view or not point of view, just a, a little brief window. So uh with the Wow, I cannot say I cannot say the city name. He's playing for the wilds in the WHL Connor Geeky. Wenatchee or whatever, Wenatchee. I I I am I'm the former Winnipeg Ice. <laughs> 26 games, 20 goals, 29 assists for 49. Wenatchee. Wenatchee. There you go. Wenatchee. Uh Connor Geeky, I I stand by. Uh my, my I I was high on him when they drafted him. Right now he is showing a lot of that upside. It still needs to translate to higher levels, but we're seeing a lot of good out of him this year. And then Lamaru, who did he started off last year injured so far uh he's still playing with drummondville 25 games seven goals 20 assists 27 points he is a bubble point per game player and i'm looking at his stats for his time in the queue that is the first time that's happened that he's maintained that both of those draft picks that were controversial are looking good at this moment in december of 2023 robin they're looking okay <laughs> they are looking okay and i feel like um, the, the the Coyotes got a little bit of criticism for those two draft picks. Not as much as they got criticism for these most two recent first round draft picks in um uh, in Shemeshev and Boot, but they mm-hmm. still got some criticism. They're like, I feel like Geeky would picked a little high. Lamaru, I think, is definitely a more of a second rounder than a first rounder. Say what you will, um, but they're developing nicely, and I feel like um. You know, I get they're they're gonna get get another good look in in the uh, in the U20s biggest stage. Yeah, and uh, I will I will not be watching because I I I I don't pay for cable. I I'm just gonna be watching Godzilla reruns. Uh, but I I will be cheering. We will be cheering from from the desert forum. So uh, I will be watching what I can. Robin Robin pays for a little more stuff that I'm willing to. But geeks, Mav, we're we're rooting for you. And we wanted to end this episode on some light note because when we're getting into injury conspiracies, it's better to yeah. end with a couple no, of kids getting to represent right. the country. It's definitely good to talk about. <laughs> you know, it's it's good because, like, you know, we also want to talk about the future of this team, mm-hmm. right? We talked about in earlier in in uh, in today's main episode. If you missed it, you can talk. You know, t- you know, go back and listen to our preview for the uh, for the Ottawa game and talk about you know their breaking their losing streak. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this team is trending in the right direction. Um, but I f- still feel like taking a look at the, the prospects is still super important because the team is still technically a rebuilding team. They yeah. still have a long way to go. They are ha- ahead of schedule, but they still have a long way to go. Geeky and Lamaru are two pieces that, you know, are pretty likely to be fitting into there a few years down the road. Yeah, I, I can see them both making it, but time will tell. Time will tell indeed. Any final thoughts uh, before we close things off? Would be pretty cool if we get some more coyotes with some hardware. Right? Be so nice. Just to see more uh, see more of that and then uh, I get to talk about the Coyote, Coyotes players and their prospects getting more respect because they mm-hmm. deserve it. Will be will be kind of cool. Get it, get her done, boys. 
Anyway, that's going to be it for today's bonus episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, and subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube, SiriusXM, and ad-free on Amazon Music. Also, don't forget to check out Locked On Sports Today and their 24-7 live streaming channel. Uh, We get a a chance to hear from uh, all of the national shows, Locked On NHL, Locked On MLB, uh, literally anything you can think of, all you know, going twenty four seven on the Locked On Sports Today twenty four seven hour twenty four seven streaming channel on YouTube. Just be sure to check it out. I highly recommend it. Um, but for here on Locked On Coyotes, interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes, and on X at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matthew Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us as a question you might have. We might answer right back or in a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Mm-hmm.